Hey, Monique. Hey, what? I love you. Oh, I love you too. <laughs> Today's topic in the episode is about that word, love. How much do you say it? Do you hold it in? Do you look at it as a scarce resource? Or do you tell the people in your life that you love them? I have some deep thoughts about this topic, and I'm excited to explore them in the episode today. Welcome to Heart and Soul, the podcast where we empower and inspire women to lead their best lives, harnessing the power of their hearts and souls. We are Mariah and Monique, your hosts and guides on this journey of self-discovery and personal growth. In each episode, we will dive deep into topics that matter most to you, from self-love and confidence to career development, relationships, and everything in between. We believe that every woman has a unique strength and inner wisdom waiting to be unleashed. Join us as we cover insightful heart and soul-centered topics and interview incredible women who've overcome challenges, chased their dreams, and found their true purpose. Through all of this, you will discover practical tips, strategies, and real-life stories to help you navigate life's twists and turns. For whatever season of life you're in, this podcast is your safe space to explore, learn, grow, and possibly even laugh and cry with us. So grab your headphones, make your favorite drink, and we'll embark on this transformative journey together. With heart, I'm Mariah. And with soul, I'm Monique. So we call ourselves the heart and soul podcast, mastermind, heart and soul people right? Collective. Yeah. All of the, it, all of it. It's just become our brand. It kind of has. And we really created this brand because each of the aspects of heart and soul represent the work we do. Mm-hmm. And, um, we wanted to share a little bit about, you know, each of our, like why each of us kind of have these tags of your heart, I'm soul. And you also were talking about this concept of heart and love and wanted to share about it. And so we're having the conversation about not only why you're the heart of heart and soul, <laughs> yeah. but also what this thought, these thoughts and ideas about love are around. So please take the floor. Thanks, Monique. Yes. I remember us sitting riffing on what we would call ourselves and our brand if we had one, which is just crazy that, that we here do. we are. <laughs> um, and it came to me so quickly, like, I'm the heart and you're the soul, partly because I'm in the wedding industry. My entire world is surrounded by love and this concept. And, and also, I'm just a lover. Like, I've done, like, archetyping and different um, personality testing. Like, I always just come back on the spectrum of, like, I'm a lover. <laughs> Yes, I you really are. love life. I love everything. Um, I, I look for the best in, in people and figure out how to love them, even when it's hard. Uh, so I remember thinking, like, well, how about heart and soul? And I, maybe I didn't say this first. I can't actually One of remember. us did, yeah. But it came out, right. and we were like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it totally represents us. It really does. Yes. And um, living life with heart and soul is such a, a – just a beautiful way to live that yes. we have both – Embrace. Worked on embracing yes. um, in our in our lives before, but also after meeting each other and working together. So, um, so with that, I, you know, think a lot about love in in my life because it's something that I prioritize and care about so much mm-hmm. from work through personal. Um, and I recently just had this reflection that I shared with you, and we both agreed right away this would be a really interesting topic. Um, that 
love is underutilized. And I know that I, I'm trying to figure out the best way to say it, but here's the story. So I grew up in a very loving home, 100%. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would never like I would never say like that it wasn't a loving home. Yes. Uh, absolutely. And that is formative and like why I am who I am. I mean, my, both of my parents are amazing. They're great. (laughs) Poured so much love into my sister and I, there was never any question, um, of, of being loved. Also our grandparents, like it was just super loving home. But I remember growing up a distinct awareness that you would not share that term outside of your family. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't just say to people like, I love you. Mm Mm-hmm. You would only say that to your family, immediate family. Yes, it's true. And it even is hard, was hard for people, not necessarily my immediate family, but I've seen this in people I've worked with and um, known and been friends with. Like even sharing that within a family isn't normal or agreed, um, common or frequent for people. Yes, like part of that being uh, tradition or fam- like origin of family. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up in a very Scandinavian environment, which is more of often like stoic. reserved, yeah. stoic. Right. You, you really tempered with your emotions. Mm-hmm. And so I just had this understanding of the term love that you didn't share it abundantly. Like you felt it and you loved the people um, that you were related to, but you wouldn't just say that to somebody else. You certainly would not. Yeah. So right. you relate to this. Absolutely. Like you, you I feel like recognize it, yes, this. I feel yeah. like it was almost like an unwritten thing. Mm-hmm. Like you are, oh, I love my puppy. I love my sister. I love my mom and my dad. But like we now as adults like share how we love each other, but you would never have done that to a girl when you were like a girlfriend when yeah. you were young, right? Yeah. Or totally. Whoever. And I so I started reflecting on like how I evolved in my comfort level with using the term love. Mm-hmm. And even more recently, I mean, why like it's okay to love and use the word love to embrace people in your life outside of those immediate relationships, be it your your spouse or your partner, your children, your family. Because love can mean so many different things. Yeah. And I feel like, oh my, I just like light up when I say that (laughs) because when I finally let myself just love actually on people, uh, my entire relationship with the feeling changed. Mm. And now I get excited about it. I embrace it. Like I actually work at practicing it and telling it to people. And like, like with you, like, yes. love you by, right? Know, like, I know. Because I can love you as a friend, right. as a, um, as a co-creator, all the ro- as a travel buddy, all the things that we do <laughs> together. Um, and when you share that sentiment and you compartmentalize that love that you have for that person or that activity or um, whatever it is, like you can really live into that relationship. Uh, and so it's been a really interesting journey and, and pretty recent of realizing like rather than fight that mm-hmm. or find that odd or awkward or um, uncomfortable. Yes. I mean, why not embrace it? Agreed. If somebody says that to me, right. I'm like, oh, they love me. I know. 
like wow, whoa wow wow that's okay mm-hmm. it is okay to share those feelings that affirmation with somebody else love doesn't have to be guarded yes or hid or tucked in a box and only reserved for the person you marry or mm-hmm. or your kids or, or your, your puppy children <laughs> or your your birth family right. i mean you can find love with a human on the street like you really can like you an really act can. of love is helping somebody in need an act of love is taking care of yourself that's like beautiful self-love right? right i mean what like that's something that people really struggle with yes and it's a it's a topic that we could go on and on about but even starting with that like would you ever have thought to say growing up or um in the past like I love myself Mm. oh that could be looked at as egotistical yes right oh well full of yourself full of yourself yes what if I just love myself right that's okay so I have a a thought or idea about this I I, unless you know I don't want to cut you off but yeah I'm like I just want to talk about this because I do not think that it's something I've heard talked about mm-hmm. and it's really been playing in my head as something I want to start talking about. And I even want to yeah. have these conversations with like people in my life and breaking down those barriers and that, um, yeah, that was, ex- yes, that is exactly what I'm curious. So I feel like potentially, and that please like fill me out on this. Um, people maybe don't say it or have not been comfortable saying it because it it maybe lends to just who do I think I am, right? Like, so, don't you feel like sometimes people like, I'm out here doing all of the things, living so grand and great and, you know, um, and, oh, I love everybody. And they're like, oh, God, nauseation, right? Like, yeah. there's this judgment, yeah. I feel, that maybe has stopped people from, like, claiming their love of their self their love of their life like you were saying like mm-hmm. almost like a shame yeah that that is an undercurrent of uh, us embracing and leaning into just being lovers and I don't mean that sexually yeah. you know romantically yeah. Yeah. I mean just like loving our lives and like my god I have a really great life but wait a minute Put a, put a lid on this because mm-hmm. if I claim and own that, then there's going to be 20 people down the line being like, really? Who do you think you are? I don't know. What yeah. do you think about that? Like the judgments that are out yeah. there. Well, I think it speaks to uh, like that you should hold back or, or reserve this feeling, this emotion uh, for a very specific yes. use, which yes. is interesting too, because um, I'm not a particularly religious person I, w- I would right. say I've become more spiritual yes. over time um, but love is absolutely a-, a topic that is in all of mainstream practices religions like yes shared freely right but yet societally and culturally different people hold it reserve it back because there seems to be some sort of a judgment or mm-hmm. expectation of when it's okay to use it. To use it. Yes. And it's literally a semantic, like it's a word. Um, but I think that that word, and as we've learned in our work, like words really uh, carry action mm-hmm. and feeling. And if you lean into using those words and if, and if you actually share that, it has great weight. Yes. And I think that the great weight to me is. I've realized really amazing to share with more people. 
Mm -hmm. Why am I holding on to something that I can give freely? And that's, you know, again, decoupled from um, obviously the, the world of dating and romantic relationships right. and all of that. And, and um, But so many people use that as their measure of how to use the word love. But you can use it across the spectrum yes. of all of the aspects of your life. So maybe this whole theory, idea, topic came up for you because we want to really demystify yeah. in – it, amongst our audience and ourselves, what it means when you say that you love someone. It's not just a romantic love. It's not just a familial love. Yeah. It can be like, go girl, I love you so much. I've got your back, whatever the thing yeah. is. Um, hey, you know, dude on the street, look at you loving what you're wearing, like, or, yeah. you know, love you, you know, bye. Like, just demystify like that. It has to be so like big and you know and it can't be a positive thing or or I mean it is a positive thing but sometimes I mean there's this judgment I guess yeah. right when I think about it when I really say to somebody like I love you mm -hmm. it can be like I love your essence yes I love who you are right I'm I it's an appreciation yes. of something about that human that has brought something to me. Yes. Um, it's just like looking at people with loving eyes and seeing through like mm -hmm. an exterior. Oh, I feel it. Dropping the judgment mm -hmm. about why they are the way they are. I mean, there's they're really like is something to love in everybody because everybody's had a story um, that has gotten them where they are, but it doesn't mean that they're not worthy of love absolutely and it's I, I've heard people over the years like the feeling so okay I watch a lot of The Bachelor this is a little bit <laughs> big about me. surprise so it's like always this topic of like I haven't found love I'm not worthy of love like there's just yes. so much of that and I I think oh that is sad because everybody is worthy of love yeah every uh, from like Again, from your barista or from your, um, you know, like all the people in your life, like work on cultivating that feeling within yourself and within your everyday relationships. Yes. It's just something that can be simple. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't right. have to involve more intense emotion than just sharing love. I was like, just thinking when you were, yeah, when you were talking too, another possible barrier for people being comfortable using the word love in the way that you're you're talking yeah. about could be maybe the vulnerability that it elicits within them mm -hmm. to actually tell someone that they love them or that they 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 like love a part of them or something like that because it could like trigger maybe a fear of rejection. Like, sure. oh, I love them, but do they love me? I'm yeah. not going to be the first one to say it because, you know, like, yeah. so maybe that's yeah. where the judgment comes from as well or the hesitation from using this word. But I do feel like the concept or idea of just loving freely, loving mm -hmm. to love, not mm -hmm. because you're needing something in return. Oh yes. I like how you said that. Right. Loving like, to love. Right. Just because you are lovable and because like, love is it's the energy think about the energy yeah. of love like when you just give it you're going to get it back but trusting that it's going to come back and it doesn't need to come back from the object that you're telling you love you know like yes. it's just going to ripple back yes. to you 
You have to give it without expectation yes. of a return. Yes. Um, and you have to receive it without judgment or prejudice either around like, well, what do they really mean by that? Yes. Right? Like, right. It just is. That's loaded for some people. And I it get is. that because so, maybe they've been burned, right? Yeah. Right. And that was the work I had to do within my own brain and within my own story of origin is just to think, oh, they, they, there's no meaning behind that other than like, they just love me because mm -hmm. I'm great and I love myself. <laughs> and so therefore right. that's not that hard to connect the dots, right? right? Like it gets easier to connect the dots if you simplify it, break it down, demystify it and mm -hmm. just accept that like, oh, that felt good. Yes. And it can feel good to say it back um, or to share it with the next person that you come across that d touches you in a way that sparks that. Yes. That emotion. And, you know, there's a whole range of emotions we can share with people. Like, oh, you, you know, you delight me. You, um, or, or your energy makes me sad. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there's everybody, you're going to have this energetic exchange with people. Mm -hmm. But when you feel like love is a, a description of, of that relationship, it's okay to say it. And love, too, if you think about the energy of it, it's an infinite source. It's yes. not a limited thing. Why do we have to limit it? We don't. That is the, this is exactly That's the, the thing of this entire conversation. <laughs> Who's putting a limit? Right. Where does the limit exist? Right. Where did that even come from? Why right. did I feel limited in sharing that? And again, just because it wasn't talked about. Mm -hmm. It wasn't brought into the open as mm -hmm. this thing that you could share. There became this expectation that you, you held it back and, I just felt like I'm ready to break that for myself. Yes. Uh, I hope well, and I think you're probably really like just a normal person. So if you have these barriers, right. I have these barriers. I'm sure our listeners, everyone has these barriers. Yeah. So by us having this conversation around it, hopefully like just makes it like, hey, the energy of love is abundant. It, there's no, Unlimited. it's limit, limitless. Yep. Let's just love to love because we know when we put something out there, it comes back to us in return yeah. and you want love or oh, put it out there without yes, the an best expectation. best way to get it. Yes. Right. Right. To so put it out there without expectation. Right. You will turn around, the door will open and you'll feel it right back at you. It awesome. is, it's a source in the universe and it's unlimited and everybody has free will to partake and when you do, it really changes the way you see yourself, the way you see others, um, and like the joy that you have in the life that you're living. And I know, I know this has been talked about, and I, I'm, it's not like I've you know invented this topic whatsoever. Right. But I think my personal journey with this yes. is maybe something like people wouldn't know about me, right? right? And and like you said, my experience. It's interesting coming that I, d I don't in any way, shape, or feel like I didn't come from a loving home, right? Mm -hmm. Just the culture that I, I grew up in. But what about somebody who really didn't hear that word even at home? Yes. How hard is it for them to share that emotion? And so even bigger barriers to break down, even more important to be thinking about this topic and the way mm -hmm. they use this word. And, and then it does, from that point go into relationship. And I love mm -hmm. to talk about relationships and, <laughs> you know, romantic and friendship and all of that. Obviously, again, I'm, yes. I'm heart centered. Yes. Um, but it, it's just really like simplifying, going back to that word, that feeling, that energy and getting yourself to share it 
more openly breaking down the barriers Mm -hmm. and recognizing that it is not a limited resource. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? It's amazing. It's a great, great topic, actually. There's no amount you can tell your children that you love them too much. Right. There's no, there's literally, in in my parenting uh, philosophy, which feel free to challenge, but um, you just can't love on them enough. I agree. And I will, I, this came to me when we were talking, I read this years ago, um, that as creators, we both kind of like are in this really creative realm, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it is impossible to create anything of substance, uh, people, whatever, without the presence of love. So in that regard, it's sort of one of the foundational blocks of life is love. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just that energy needs to be present for us to be able to create. I'm sure people have created out of the lack of love, Mm -hmm. but really to create anything beautiful and meaningful and substantial and maybe sustainable, long-term sustainable, love needs to be present. I think when you create out of fear, it just, it's never the result we want. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I certainly live by um, and, and have come to live by uh, abundance over scarcity mm-hmm. and an abundance of love mm-hmm. over a scarce resource. This yes. falls exactly into uh, that that uh, entire realm of thought. Yes. And so I just wanted to, to take this platform, this podcast, to talk about it, put it out in the open. Like, did you feel odd saying someone that you love them that wasn't a romantic relationship or your family? And Hmm. How did the, how did it make you feel to break through that barrier? Could you do that? Do you want to do that more? Like, I just want to talk about it. I think that's a really, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a hot button issue. It is. I also, uh, recently, well, a couple years ago was introduced to a concept of, um, two way journaling. Um, Elizabeth mm. Gilbert is a famous author. You pray love many others love her. She's just fascinating human. Um, she talks about this uh, notion of two, two-way journaling. Um, but what I really loved about this concept <laughs> and have started to do myself, and, um, and she now actually has a sub-stack uh, where she talks about this practice and is really trying to bring it into um, more people's lives, is you, you write to yourself in your journal um, from love. And, mm. and, you know, again, replace it with whatever word yeah. embodies that for you, whether it right. be God, the universe. Right. Um, but she talks about it in terms of love, like, love, what would you have me know today? Oh. And it is the absolute most so sweet, incredible practice. Yes. And it's hard to wrap your mind around it. But when you write this in your journal, the prompt, mm-hmm. and then you just start writing afterwards, it's, it's, it's a bizarre feeling, but your pen just flies on the paper and you tell yourself what you need to hear. What love is telling you. Yeah, that, that energy of love. To hear. Yes. It comes through you on the page. Oh, so beautiful. So I really like, I absolutely like go out and seek more of Elizabeth Gilbert's um, advice. And, you know, she's really the one talking about it right now. Um, but it's a, it's a practice that might be really helpful in connecting to that self-love and directing yourself um towards like, what do you need to hear? Like, what do you really need to hear from within and from, from that abundant universal love? Yeah. Coming back to like what you were saying about with parenting, right? You just can't love your kids enough. You can't say it enough. Similarly to ourselves, right? 
Yes. We probably can't hear it enough, say it enough to really ourselves can. for self-love. And yeah. when's the last time we had those conversations? So that's a powerful exercise yeah. that you were just describing. Having yes. that conversation with yourself. So kind of to summarize or, or yes. bring all of this full circle, yes. you know, use this conversation uh, however works for you, but in, in um, thinking about your relationship with that term, taking... Mm-hmm. Um, taking it just as a, as a, something to meditate on, to Mm -hmm. journal about, reflect, to reflect on. Um, and I would love to have dialogue with people. I'm just putting my intention out there sort of manifesting, like starting this conversation about, um, that, that term and, um, how we use it and how we could use it more abundantly. Yes. So I love you, Monique. I love you, Mariah. (laughs) I feel it. Yes, I feel it. Um, And I love the work that we do together. I love that we now have this platform to share it. Mm -hmm. You know, I have these deep thoughts quite a bit. (laughs) And I will call you up and be like, I have to tell you something. Um, And now I think... I have to make this a podcast topic. So it's good to have I, a deep thought, buddy. Uh, yeah. And I'm excited to keep sharing these deep thoughts um, because they hearing other people share them in these similar mediums is what really motivates me. Yes. So there Inspiring. it is. Inspiring. That's my, that's our topic for today. So yes. uh, share with us on social media, um, on our Instagram page. We'd love to hear um, what you thought about this. If you enjoyed what you listened to, absolutely follow us, (laughs) leave us a five-star review, um, and, and tune in for more episodes as we, you know, come up with more deep thought topics like this. And I, I just encourage everybody to have a loving day. Love you friends. So with that, I'm Mariah with heart. I'm Mariah. And with soul, I'm Monique.